Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Thank you for spending time with me. I believe that the Lord will speak to you and build you up to be a mature and fruitful Christian. Let us pray together that the Lord will speak to our heart and reveal His truth to us. Thank you, Father. We come to you by faith and we believe, Lord, that you will really teach us by your Holy Spirit. And we want to open our heart to receive the truth from you, Lord. Thank you for your spiritual food, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord tell us to walk in love and walk by faith. And we want to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, and spirit. And we want to love other people just like we love ourselves. And in order to show love to other people, we should be the giver. We should be the builder. We should help other people to be successful, to be mature, and to grow. We reap what we sow. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 27, verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. One of the ways that we show love to other people is to help them to progress, to get higher, to be more successful, and to be more effective in their life. And if all the brothers and sisters in the church, all the family members practice Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17 to one another, we're going to see the blessing of the Lord because love brings victory. This principle of sharpening each other is true in any relationships. If you see the good in your spouse, your children, and your friends, Focusing on their strengths and praising them for what you like about them. That will draw out more good and improve your relationship with them. Every human being has good parts and also weaknesses. For example, I may be good at being a neurosurgeon, but don't ask me to cook food. Don't ask me to fix a car. That is not my strength, but I may be good at other things in my life. And this is true for everybody, including you. People improve when you praise them for their good qualities. People get encouraged when you focus on their abilities and their talents, and you praise them, you encourage them with your facial expression, with your body language and your words, and they will feel so lifted up and they want to improve even more. That's how we sharpen other people. We also help them if you are good at certain things and they are being trained right now. You help them, you train them, you give them advice lovingly. When I went to be a neurosurgeon, I was trained by my teachers and professors at the medical school 
and they sharpened me by helping me to improve my surgical skill. They teach me what to do, what not to do, and not only that, they talk to me that, "Hey, Doctor Lau, you're good at this. Keep going and going." Your spouse can have a hundred good qualities, but if you focus on the three things you don't like, it will drive a wedge between the two of you. If you overlook the things you don't like and focus on the things you do like, it will change the atmosphere in your home, in your workplace, in your church. God put you together. You and your spouse, you and your children, and you and your brothers and sisters in the same church, so that you would sharpen each other. Let's make a decision to walk in love by sharpening each other. Don't use your iron to say hurtful words that cut like a knife, or use your iron to try to hammer out all the flaws of other people. The way you sharpen them is by praising them for what you like, encouraging them in what they are good at, and cheering them on for what they are doing right. Be a voice that pushes them forward, help them to improve, encourage them with your words, encourage them with your gift to them. The Bible encourages not to focus on the wrong things. Or keep our mind on the negative things. In the book of Philippians, chapter four, verse eight, the Bible says, "And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing: fix your thoughts on what is true. Yes, you see the good things, and you see the weak point of other people. Yes, it's true, but not stop there. Not only what is true and honorable and right and pure." And lovely and admirable. You see, you fix your thoughts on what is true, but not stop at only what is true. Sometimes we focus on what is true. That oh, that person is not good at fixing the car, repairing the house, or writing or using technology. But fixing your thoughts on also what is honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things. That are excellent and worthy of praise. Let us live this kind of lifestyle that you can show love to people around you, your spouse, your children, your friends, your Christian brother and sister, your pastor, the members of the church. If you're the pastor, and you keep looking and focusing on what is excellent and what is worthy of praise in their life, and Don't stop at only looking at those good qualities, but praising them and telling them how good they are, so that they can keep improving, and they will be encouraged to keep running the race and doing what God created them to be and to do. Let us have this kind of family, this kind of church family, and this kind of office that we're gonna. Help other people to get better and better and better. This is one way to show love to people: is to build them up, is to cheer them on, and help them to really be the best they can 
in the eyes of God. The Bible talks a lot about encouraging one another with our words or conversation. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 say, Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. The Bible encourages that our conversation should be always full of grace. What does it mean? We should speak gently, lovingly, graciously, and full of mercy. Remember this, we all make mistakes. We all have weaknesses and shortcomings. Therefore, if people focus on our weaknesses, they will not show grace to us. I remember that a man, he is a brand new believer, shared with me. He was a cook. He worked so hard seven days a week, no day off. This is like 10 years ago. And he was not a believer. But because he worked so hard, one day he hurt his back and he has severe back pain and leg pain. He tried physical therapy, conservative care for one year, but the condition never improved. And one day he talked to a surgeon and said, Doctor, I think I want to have surgery at this point because my back pain has not improved by conservative cares. But while he was walking out of the clinic of the surgeon, he cried out to heaven, I don't know God, but if there is God, who is a great almighty God up there, could you please heal me? I don't want to live like this. I want to go back to work. And within a week, God healed him, even though he did not know Jesus, he did not read the Bible. And God healed him completely within a week, and he went back to work, and he just gave his life to Jesus about almost a year ago. And now he served God. He bought a set of drum and gave it to the church and said, he's going to serve God because God is so gracious to him. He now stopped working on Sunday and came to church every Sunday to serve the Lord. My brother and sister, when I heard that story, I know that God is so gracious. This man did not deserve to be healed because he was not a believer. But when he cried out to heaven, God showed his grace to him and healed him. Therefore, we should do the same thing. People around us may not deserve our words of praise. You may see the weaknesses and shortcomings. But let our conversation be always full of grace and seasoned with salt. Salt is used for improving the taste to make the food uh, have more taste and good to eat. Not only that, salt is used for preservation. Therefore, our word should always make people feel good and preserve their life instead of destroying their life. We should not use our mouth to be like a knife to stab on people or to be like a hammer that knock on people to make them fall down. No, our conversation should be always full of grace and seasoned with salt. We should practice that way. In another translation, the Bible says in the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 6, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. This is in New Living Translation. The Bible says Romans 
chapter 14 verse 19 therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another let us make a decision to be christians who pursue things that make for peace and the things by which we may edify other people let us use our mouth our body language our lifestyle our money our facial expression to really bring peace into our home and also to edify to build other people up so that they can be successful we sharpen other people by edifying them praising them encouraging them and bring peace to their heart the bible encourages to live that kind of lifestyle first corinthians chapter 10 verses 23 and 24 you say i am allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you you say i am allowed to do anything but not everything is beneficial don't be concerned for your own good but for the good of others the bible say that we may feel that we have the right to really speak negative and criticism words against people we may have the right to do anything to make our eyes contact of looking down body language of discriminating people we have the right to do anything god will not force us we have the free will but not everything that we say and we do is beneficial let's choose to say to do the things for the good of other people and don't worry about our own good because we're going to reap what we sow when we live a life to build other people up encouraging them and concerning about the good of their life about their progress their success the lord will let us reap the good things from him that is how we live christian life we always want to love people do good to people say good things to people and build them up that should be our lifestyle to sharpen other people first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 therefore encourage admonish exhort one another and edify strengthen and build up one another just as you are doing in our family in our home in our church and our workplace we should always exhort and encourage and strengthen and build other people up help them to be successful help them to have strength and a desire to go on to improve to do better than before to progress we should help people to be successful by our words our actions and our lifestyle we choose to sharpen other people we choose to do good to other people proverbs chapter 12 verse 18 there are those who speak rashly like the piercing of a sword but the tongue of the wise brings healing i believe that you want to be the wise in the eyes of god when you walk in the fear of god you have the wisdom from above from above 
and the wisdom of God will help you to speak the words of healings, the words of encouragement, the word of exhortation, the words that build people up so that they can rise up higher and they can reach their God's given destiny and they can go to the finished line and they can have a lot of rewards in heaven, help people to grow up. When people walk into New Hope International Church, we may see their weaknesses and shortcomings, but the Lord spoke to me, don't focus on those things. Always focus on good things. Many years ago, one American man came to my church. His wife is a Japanese. She accepted Christ, but this man did not accept Christ. And he smoked outside the building. He drank alcohol. When he came, I chose to love him and to say encouraging words to him instead of focusing on his weaknesses. So I always say, brother, thank you for coming. I'm so glad to see you. Wow, I'm so glad to see your family. Thank you so much. I never say anything negative. And one day he got touched by the fire of God and God totally set him free from alcoholism and smoking. And he gave his life to Jesus Christ. You see, when we encourage people, speak the good part. Wow, you woke up this morning, you drove to the church, you spent time in the church. Thank you so much. Instead of saying, oh, guy, why you smoke? Why you drink? You're a bad guy. If I say that, it will not help him. I say the right thing he did, the good thing he did, and I focus on the good things. And now he's a good, committed Christian. His son is growing up in a church. He and his wife serve God together. We should bring healing to people, bring life to people. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 2. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes fully. We should speak the things that help people to know, help people to progress, help people to really move on. We sharpen them and they should sharpen us as well. We all sharpen each other. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4 say, The tongue that brings healing is a tree of life, but a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Let us use our tongue to be the tree of life, to encourage, to exhort, to sharpen people so that they can be more effective and they can progress in their quality and their good things. The Bible says again and again in the New Testament and Old Testament about using our tongues to really help people, sharpen other people to grow up. Amen? Ephesians chapter 4, 26-27 And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. We have to be careful. Instead of using our tongue to build other people up, sometimes we use our tongue to cut people into pieces or to put the witch into the relationship because we get angry and we could not control our flesh 
and we say something wrong out of our mouth and damage the relationship or put people down. Sometimes when parents see that the children did some negative things or wrong things, the parents get angry and speak words of cursing on them. Hey, son, you will not be successful. You're so stupid. You have to be careful. Don't allow your anger to control your mouth and speak the word of putting down or cursing on your children. When you get angry, you need to really control and say, "Okay, I'm not going to say anything now. I'm going to walk away for a while and come back to say a word of encouragement." I have three children, Pastor Dan and I. Always want to encourage our children. We focus on their good things. What they're good at, we praise them. We don't focus on their negative things. We just show example to them, and we can encourage them to improve. And if they do something wrong, we just encourage them first. We say something to. Build them up first, and we may give word of correction, and then follow by the words of encouragement again. People need to be encouraged, not to be despised or put down by our body language or our words. So please make sure don't say anything when you get angry. You need to keep your mouth shut and back off until your angry emotion. Calm down, because you don't want to destroy anybody. Colossians chapter three verse thirteen: Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Okay, remember this: Everybody make mistake, you make mistake, I make mistake. Believe me, I'm not a perfect husband. I have made so many mistakes. Against my wife, and my wife need to make allowance for me to make some mistake and forgive me. So when people do wrong or people are weak at certain area, forgive them, allowing them to improve. Later on, words of encouragement will help them to improve. But the words of condemnation and criticism. Will put them down. Always choose to do good. Speak good. Speak encouraging word and exhorting words. Always build people up. Sharpen one another in the house, in the church, and in the workplace. I believe that this teaching helps you to really be used by God to show love to people. Remember this. Love brings victory and success. Showing love to people around you by sharpen them, and they will be improved in their life. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much that you have brought us into relationships to sharpen our loved ones and our friends. Help us to overlook the flaws and weaknesses in others that get on our nerves, Lord. And help us to focus on all their good qualities. Make us a loving voice that pushes them forward. 
encourages them and builds them up, Lord. Use us, Lord, to do good to other people. Help us to walk in love like you, Lord, that we always think about the good of others. And Lord, when we get angry, may your Holy Spirit help us to control our anger and control our mouth that we will not say anything wrong to damage other people's life, Lord. We want to build them up, Lord. And Lord, may this teaching become real in our family, in our home, and in our church, and at our workplace, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for spending time with me. Please like and subscribe to our channel. And I believe you're going to put this teaching into practice. You're going to walk in love, and God will give you success, victory, and prosperity. And you're going to give Him the glory. Amen. God bless you. And may the Lord use you to sharpen other people. And God will send other people to you to sharpen you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Wow, I'm so proud of you that you listened to the whole teaching. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. I believe that after you listen to the Word of God, the faith in your heart rises up and you get more faith to overcome the problems in this life. I believe that the Lord gives you victory. Thank you again for listening to this teaching. Please listen to other teachings in this series. Please like and subscribe to the New Hope International Church YouTube. God bless you. Thank you so much. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command that you are healed from sickness and disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, your curses are broken are free from the bondage and you will be filled with the blessing of Abraham that will overtake you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command that the poverty have to leave you and God's blessing come upon you. May the Lord shower into your life His grace, His blessing, His joy, His faith, His goodness, his favor and you shall know the Lord your God in the intimate way you will be the people of faith that the Lord will answer your prayer and God will get all the glory I command that the mountain in your life must be made flat and you shall have supernatural breakthroughs in your life the provision the healing the victory of the kingdom of God shall follow you be his witness in this generation. May the Lord bless you in the name of Jehoshua Hamachim.